Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary's 38th bonus episode. Yeah! Brent! Brent, how are you doing this fine, fine day? I'm doing great. Finally, the weather has turned into actual winter here, which is nice since it's almost uh, December. So finally, it's not 80 <laughs> degrees. It's kind of nice for once. Yeah. Everything got that, pushed back. That a is month. great. It's uh, we we just got our first snow ourselves. Oh, nice. So we're also uh, getting we're getting into the winter vibes. And it is also the winter of the Trump administration yes. just uh, a few hours yes. ago, the GSA made the transition official. We certified our votes here in Michigan, uh, which is you know great for me. I'm glad my vote was not thrown away in yeah, the trash can. That was high drama. That I been, watched that today. Thanks for sharing that link. Yeah, it was. I think something like thirty thousand people were watching this. I, I guarantee. The last time this happened in 2016, it was like 10 at oh, the yeah. most. Oh, I'm sure. Were, were there. I don't even know if they were live streaming it last time. They were probably just, you know, you had to actually go there. Uh, and then, yeah. And it was like literally because it, actually it just ended. Oh, the Michigan really? certification process just Damn. ended because they had to go through. There was like hundreds and hundreds of people. After they certified. They, yeah. They, I know, noticed they got that out of the way, which is good. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they did a few public comments. They did some of the bigger ones. And then they certified and then they did all the rest and there were people the whole time because it's it's youtube right so the youtube yeah. chat just certify certify like fraud fraud and like <laughs> hours hours people were up to it doing that so it's an endurance trial it's uh it's an endurance trial it's cool but but speaking news. of live streams we are going to have a live stream coming up soon we are making the first saturday of the month we're trying to get back on a normal streaming schedule. So the first Saturday of the month is when we're going to stream. That begins on in December, on December 5th, on Saturday, December 5th. Which is actually uh, our We will be doing our, uh, yeah, it is uh, Brent's birthday. So that is really, really nifty. Uh, this stream will be on Discord because we will be doing the final part of the Thief in the Night series, I believe, uh, Prodigal Planet, yeah, is Prodigal the, Planet, uh, the last part installment, four. yep, S part four. So we will be uh, watching that and giving our honest reviews on the majesty uh, that is the uh, final part of that series, and that will be eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then five p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you know, hopefully, it's not too late for everybody. It's a couple hours, so yeah. It's going to be an ordeal. But yeah, once again, that is Saturday, December 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That will be on Discord. If you go to nondarecalledordinary.com, you'll be able to find the link to our Discord there. So, Dylan, what is it we're talking about today, then? Well, today is a big day because today is our sixth and final bonus episode on Frank Dukes' autobiography, The Secret Man. We are finally here. Everything's going to be wrapped up nicely. Oh, yeah. There's going to be no loose ends. Everything's finally going to make sense, and we're finally going to believe the entire story. The whole saga. In fact... I looked um, I looked at all of the episodes today and didn't, you know, wrote down all the minutes. And I wanted to tell everybody we've been doing this for about four hours of yes. your time has been uh, wasted, really, um, with this. But um, Just, thanks for joining it, us. If it makes you feel any better, think how many hours of my time have been wasted. Oh, my God. Reading this book. I did this for you, patrons. This is yes. how much we care. Thank you, Dylan. How much we care about you. So our story today 
is during the Iraq-Iran War. So it's 1986, good year, that's when I was born, and Dukes is in a crater on the Iran-Iraq border with his spotter, Abi. I don't know what a spotter is, that's what he calls him. The crater is surrounded by dead soldiers, one of which produces a horrifying sight. Quote, Suddenly the face began to tremble and contort, as if coming back to life, and out of the mouth issued the body of a rat, blinking its beads of eyes in the light, and then scampering off with what appeared to be a blackened remnant of a human tongue. Wow. Uh, well, we've all heard of pizza, right? I guess uh, Dukes has just introduced us to tongue rat. That's yes. um, a new thing. Way, now. way ahead of his time. Although it, it might have been a pizza. We don't know if there were toppings on the tongue. Yeah, we didn't know what that soldier ate before he died. Yeah, it's uh, it's horrible. So the mission was simple. Dukes was to disrupt the manufacture of sarin and taboon at the Samara chemical weapons plant and investigate the possibility that our old friend Delphi 9 was being produced yes. there as well. But before they can get on with the mission, they need to get out of the crater. In the distance, they hear the sounds of children whistling, acting as human mind detectors for the Iranian army. Now and then, Duke sees, quote, the frail bodies of children flung skyward. God damn, this is starting off so dark and disturbing. Like, yeah. can, can we please get back to the excessive detail about his hotel accommodations, please? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you mean. I mean, we already covered the Hotel Dubom crater with all the rats and the corpses and such. I mean, th those are his accommodations right now. Of course, a Duke's chapter isn't complete without an overly long aside about something only tangentially related to the topic at hand. This time, Dukes reminisces about an early mission in Laos. There he met a young boy he nicknamed Chester, who was absolutely delighted to be given sticks of gum. He was obsessed with gum. The aside ends when Dukes' partner, Helms, is forced to shoot Chester because he was used as a human bomb by the enemy. Chester did not die, though, and Duke said to Helms that he would put him out of his misery, but as he struggles with this decision, Chester dies of his wounds. Wow. Man, this is dark, so right off the bat. Do you, do you think that Duke's, um took back his stick of gum once Chester passed you, away, you though? fucking know for 100% fact he did. He's not going to waste <laughs> gum on a corpse. But, you know, anyway, Dukes, he realizes, you know, he can't, quote, play the philosopher and recount all these, you know, pointless asides. He needs to get back to the mission at hand. But because he doesn't know how to write, Dukes now gets into how the mission went wrong from the start. Now we're going to backtrack to the beginning of the mission, which he can never do. He always has to start in a boring part in the middle. So now we're going to get to how how did he end up in this crater in the first place? His team parachuted into the location of the chemical plant and were outfitted with rifles that could be fired remotely for some reason. There's this whole section about how apparently once the rifle was in the sight of somebody like the, the command could press a button and fire the rifle. I don't know why you would need to do that, but there it is. That's what he could yeah, do. I guess you don't you don't trust your soldiers, I guess, to fire. You got someone else I, firing. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, but you got Dukes. How can you not trust Dukes? I mean, if anybody's yeah, going to if anyone's going to murder a, a kid, it's going to be Dukes. Oh, yeah. Dukes, though, they're parachute. So they're parachuting in and Dukes lands away from the other members of the team. And of course, he takes a sweet ass time getting to the target. You know, he's you know, he's going to meander a bit. Taking a vacation on his way, though, the Iraqi army begins shelling the location, making clear that the team has been compromised by a double agent. Quote, the ambush had been carefully planned, not an accident. And I swore that I'd get the bastard who had betrayed the other members of the team. Once again, bad luck had proved my good fortune. 
If I had not been carried off target and delayed, most likely I would have been trapped in the hut with the others, which is incredibly convenient. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, again, another theme of this book is the very convenient placement of luck in various aspects of Dukes's career. In another bit of good luck, Dukes is able to get in radio contact with the rest of the team in the hut. He then kills the driver of an Iraqi Jeep, commandeers it, and rescues the surviving team members. They drive off into the distance without headlights. Dukes relying instead on, quote, feel and memory. Yeah, Dukes doesn't need lights or eyes. He uses echolocation. He's, he's Batman, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. He had a Batman utility belt yeah, back and, in like episode one or something. Yeah, that's right. And it's kind of terrifying then. Like, imagine you're like an Iraqi soldier and you just, you see the Jeep and you just hear, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck is going on? I better stay <laughs> the fuck far is away from that. Yeah, but that's Dukes. That's Dukes driving blind. As the echolocating Jeep nears the Iranian border, All of them, except Dukes and Abby, are gunned down by either Iranian or Iraqi jets. He's not sure. Dukes and Abby survived because they dove into the bomb crater filled with the rats and the corpses and all that stuff. Oh, God, that's so 2020. Now we've kind of moved back to where this chapter began. We're in the bomb crater. What are they going to do? So Dukes, you know, contemplating his next move. He just so happens to have a dental mirror that his dad gave him that he uses to look over the lip of the crater. He spots a soldier and knows he could kill him with a single shot, but decided against it at that point to avoid giving away their position. You mean he spotted a soldier's cavities from the distance? I could count his fillings and I could see they were the mercury fillings that give you autism. And then it went into a wholly different direction. But, you know, at first, you know, we we could say at first Dukes decided not to just one shot this dude. But then the soldier, he starts moving towards the crater Mm-hmm. And he forces Dukes's hand at this point, quote, a well-placed bullet dropped him in his tracks. It went in like a dime and came out like a baseball. However, I did not have time to admire my handiwork or to regret the killing. Is it possible to admire and regret something? Oh, that's Apparently a so. great question. Listeners, let us know. Can you <laughs> admire and regret something or is that conceptually impossible? Yeah, I'm not sure. Can. I'm not sure. So Dukes is incredible aim alerted the other Iraqi soldiers in the area who began firing at Dukes and Abi. Another Iranian artillery barrage knocked them both back into the crater. Sadly, Abi joined the corpses and Dukes appeared to be in a perilous situation. Quote, I was fatigued, upset, a bit crazy. A flurry of strange thoughts filled my mind. If I died, I'd never know if Pope and Michael ever tracked down the elusive Delphi 9. Then I thought of the rats in the crater at night. I didn't want rats crawling in and out of my mouth. I really think we need to update that phrase. Cat got your tongue to rat got your tongue. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> rat, rat got better. your yeah, rat crawling in and out of your mouth. That's a yeah, that's a. Ugh. So with the Iraqi soldiers closing in on the crater, Dukes did the only logical thing. He only had one possible option and he took it. He scooped up as much of Abby's blood as he could and smeared it on his own face, especially his right ear, to fake deafness, like he was he got concussed to deafness. Mm. And while he was doing this, he, quote, silently thanked Abi for the gift of his blood. <laughs> real, real gross. <laughs> At first, the soldiers assumed Dukes was dead as well. But he faked some groans to get their attention, and they loaded his body onto their jeep. 
he was brought to an Iraqi army outpost where he dug holes for 10 hours in one day until another Iranian airstrike reduced the whole place to rubble. In the confusion, Dukes was able to reach the border and his pickup point and leave the Middle East behind. But not before ending the chapter with a bunch of conspiracy theories about how a microwave beam weapon was responsible for creating the hole in the ozone layer. Yes, wow. that was, he managed to cram that I also, in. like, I have to say, that's got to be so disappointing. I mean, you're digging holes 10 hours a day and then just like, boom, one big hole. Like, oh, that's just a waste. So now that he is successfully out of the Middle East, he's out of the desert. Bill Casey, the director of uh, Central Intelligence, who's been his his mentor and boss this whole time, sends Dukes to China once again on the hunt for Delphi 9. Of course, Dukes can't resist describing all the minutia of their meeting instead of what actually happened on the mission, Mm -hmm. including his casual conversation about the CIA murdering politicians. Quote, I'm even talking about the president himself. You're my private cop, Frank. If it comes time to put somebody in the penalty box, I don't want them to know you're coming. Wait a second, I protested. The president isn't one of those somebodies, is he? His grin let me know that I'd been had. No, just the real brute, his wife. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode sample. If you would like to hear the rest of the episode, along with all our weekly bonus episodes, become a $5 a month patron over at patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary. That is also where you'll find any blog posts, pictures, and news updates to go along with our regular series. You can also send us an email at nonedarecalitordinary at gmail.com. Lastly, we ask for you to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are served.